0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. Today's episode, I got a little bit heated, admittedly, talking about the calorie deficit discussion, something that I needed to address. I needed to provide more context. I just felt like too often people are commenting about you just need to be in a deficit. You just need to eat less and move more. And I feel like it is a little bit short-sighted. It's doing more damage. It's doing more harm than good. And I wanted to just address it and provide my perspective on why, and maybe offer a slightly different perspective that I think is a little bit more helpful. But that's just my opinion. I will let you decide for yourself what you think, And you can always just let me know what you think. Uh, You can reach out to me directly. Hit me up on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. Or if you enjoy the episode, you can leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. You can always send the link to a friend or family member who you think would enjoy the content. And hopefully you enjoy it. You take a screenshot, you post it to your stories, and you tag me on Instagram because I always appreciate that very much, especially... Because it helps me understand what topics are resonating with you guys and what I need to maybe um, dive in a little bit deeper or just you know gives me some new ideas for conversations to have in the future. So with that being said, always love to hear your feedback and enjoy the episode. All right. Welcome everybody who is tuning in on the podcast. We've got another edition of a Monday night live training session. If you're not in the Facebook group, you should be here with us, the personality diet and neurotype training. And also I should mention that the concept for this episode, the theme of this episode was inspired by some comments that I got on Instagram. So if you don't follow me over there, you should go ahead and do that as well. It's at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. Um, I try to stay pretty active on Instagram as much as I can. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you've been following me for a while, you kind of know what I stand for. I'm, I'm pretty blunt. <laughs> I don't beat around the bush. I don't believe in, uh, you know, whatever. I just like to be straightforward and transparent in my beliefs. If I see something that I disagree with, I'm okay saying that I disagree with it. And I'm also okay with somebody saying they disagree with me. But I do feel like there's certain things that require a little bit of more of a nuanced conversation. And that's what we're going to do tonight because I have received a lot of pushback lately on Instagram about the idea of a calorie deficit. And the reason for that is because I often criticize people, influencers, gurus, coaches who just hammer the calorie deficit point over and over again. And the reason that I'm critical of that is because I don't think that it's that helpful. And what happens is when I say that, when I say it's not helpful to continuously tell people that they need to be in a calorie deficit, I immediately get the keyboard warriors who jump in and they're like, why are you telling people not to be in a calorie deficit? Uh, All you need to lose fat is to be in a calorie deficit. Stop spreading misinformation. And they're missing the whole point. They're missing the whole point of why I I deliver that message and why I think it's so important that more people deliver this message. Because here's the reality. Let's just get this out of the way first. Yes, a calorie deficit is required to lose weight, to lose body fat, to lose weight, whatever it is. Yes, you need to have calorie deficit, meaning you need to burn more calories than you consume. We know that to be true. Okay. So why do I tell people to stop pushing that message and that agenda across quite simply because I don't think that it's helpful. Every single person, every single person in the world who wants to lose body fat, every single person in the world who goes to their doctor and their doctor tells them, hey, you know, you could stand to lose some weight. I think you'd be a little bit healthier if you dropped some body fat. What does that person hear over and over and over again? They hear eat less, exercise more. They've heard it a million times. So, what do you think that person does when then they hear when they try to eat less and exercise more? When they try to adhere to the gold standard of calorie deficits. What happens when they hear it over and over again and they try to implement and they're unsuccessful, then they feel like a failure. And then they go onto Instagram feeling like a failure and now they get to see all of these glorified pictures of people with abs and booty shots and all this other shit that's posted on social media and the influencers like, hey, this is super simple just be in a calorie deficit. And then that same individual is like, damn, why do I suck? Why can't I just adhere to my calorie deficit? And they start to beat themselves up and they start to feel like a failure. And they're like, you know what? I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to hit my calorie deficit and I'm going to sustain it. And then they try some other extreme shit. That doesn't work because it's too extreme. It's too restrictive. And then they land back at square one or worse. And the cycle repeats over and over and over again. So I'm sorry for you keyboard warriors out there. If I'm not okay just saying, hey, it's all super simple, just eat less. I don't don't subscribe to that belief because I think it's, it's doing more harm than it is help. I think that we need to change the overall message. Here's the thing. It ignores everything about humans, right? Just telling somebody that it's all about numbers, it's all about eating less, it's all about burning more than you consume. It ignores the dynamics of being a human, okay? We have to understand that there's an emotional, con- uh, there's an emotional part of this equation. There's a psychological part of this equation, The mindset side of things is often the biggest challenge. The the food side of it is not that complicated. The exercise side of it is not that complicated. If it were as simple as just changing your numbers a little bit to be in a calorie deficit, then everybody would be successful. But that's not what's happening. And yet we keep pushing this agenda out there and more and more people you know, just trying to simplify. It's very myopic to just say, "Oh, it's you know, you shouldn't be telling people not to be in a calorie deficit because that's required for fat loss." Cool. So tell that to the person who's dieted for thirty fucking years, who keeps going back to twelve hundred calories, a thousand calories. They're not you know eating real food. They're they're buying shakes and bars from bullshit MLM companies, and they're you know fasting for sixty hours. They're doing all of this extreme shit because they keep reading that a calorie deficit is necessary. and no matter how little they eat, they, they're not successful. They're not seeing progress. They keep beating themselves up, and they keep trying more fads and more fads and, and still ending up further away from their goals. So tell that person that it's just as simple as being in a calorie deficit. I'm just tired of that message. I'm tired of hearing it over and over again. And when I try to post about, something that, that does require a little bit more of a nuanced conversation because it's not so simple. I do like to address the gray area. I do like to address the psychology of it, the emotional side of it, the mindset side of it, You know, our thoughts, beliefs, our perceptions, fixed mindset versus growth mindset. There's so much that goes into this because we are humans. We are emotional beings it's not so simple. It's not just a numbers game. Even when you try to play the numbers game, it's still really complicated because calories in influences calories out and calories out influences calories in and your metabolic state influences your ability to, you know, on what that looks like from a calories in versus calories out standpoint. And your hormonal state influences how the calories in calories out equation will go and how you'll feel internally, your ability to remain consistent and adherent, all of these things play a role. So yeah, I like to get into a more nuanced conversation. And sometimes that's met with resistance. So that's why I'm having this discussion here, because I think that we do need to dive in a little bit deeper as to, you know, let's, let's provide a little bit of context first, before we just try and reduce everything to a numbers game. So the first thing is, Individuals, for the most part, who are actively trying to lose body fat, this is a a general point of view that I would stand to reason is is pretty correct. Um, Most people who are trying to actively lose body fat have been dieting for a long time, have been trying in some way, shape, or form to eat less, to achieve a calorie deficit. And They've been spending way more time than is than I would advise, or I think is practical, way more time in that calorie deficit state with a reduced intake, trying to be restrictive, trying to deprive themselves. They spent way more time than they really should trying that method. So yes, oftentimes my message will be, hey, what if we did this crazy thing? And we stopped trying to eat less for a while. And we actually focused on other things like improving your metabolism, improving how you feel internally, improving your energy levels, improving your performance in the gym, improving your strength, improving your recovery, improving your sleep, improving your relationship with food. What if we did this crazy thing and we actually stopped focusing on a calorie deficit for a little bit and we actually focused on homeostasis. We actually focused on listening to your body and making you feel your best and empowering you because you actually feel energetic and strong and accomplished because you're taking care of yourself. You're actually listening to your body. You're not hungry all the time. You're not cranky all the time. You're not tired all the time. You actually feel good. You have better focus, better clarity. All of these positives start to accumulate. What if we focused on those things for a while? the irony of that is that's usually when the body composition changes start to occur. But even if they don't, there's a lot to be proud of in that scenario. A lot has been accomplished when you actually remove the need to eat less and the focus on less and the focus on dieting We actually change your perspective on what that has to look like for you. So I'm saying that most people who are actively trying to lose body fat have spent so much time in the mindset of less food, more exercise, no rest, diet, rest days. We actually had a conversation in our coaches chat about an individual who is, is basically running herself into the ground because she thinks that that's necessary to lose weight. She came up in the, with the school of thought that was ingrained in her for a long time, that she had to eat as little as possible and move as much as possible. So this is somebody that came to us training seven days a week, running over 20 miles a week, still doing her regular work, you know, hit training, you know, working out on top of all of that and trying to diet consistently. And that's been her focus For years and years and years. So, when that individual, when our client hears people saying that a calorie deficit is necessary, it's doing more harm because she's over here like, Well, guys, I'm trying to create this calorie deficit and I'm stuck. My body's not responding. Like, here's where we have to have the conversation. You know, stress, right? You're running yourself into the ground. There's no recovery. You don't have enough fuel. You don't have enough energy. So, you feel like crap. And yet, you're, you're so focused on the calorie deficit side of things, you're ignoring all of the red flags. So what if we actually focused on recovery and removing some of that stress and, and training less and eating more? And that's like a total mind fuck for that person. She was not okay with that. However, it's one of those things where it's like, you want to keep doing what you're doing. It hasn't been working. So you have a choice. You can keep banging your head against the wall, or maybe you can try something different. So, you know, we communicate well, we compromise, and she starts to take a rest day or two. She starts to eat a little bit more. She starts to see some progress, feel a little bit better. Admittedly, it's a long process. Sometimes these mindsets that we grew up with, the pre existing beliefs that we have, the thoughts that we have around food, about what it takes to to lose body fat, all these things that have been, you know, conditioned in us from a young age, it takes time to work through that. So it's not like she was ready to jump into, you know, way more food and way less training. It's it's a process. We have to start somewhere. So again, when that individual goes off and reads, you know, you know, whoever Tommy Toughnuts influencer who's like, all you got to do is eat a calorie deficit. You're going to lose weight. And then she hears that as well, shit, I started eating more and I started training less. So I'm not in a deficit anymore. And then she comes back to us. She's like, Hey, are you guys sure (laughs) this is what I should be doing? So we have to continuously reassure her her that we're on the right track and pay attention to the fact that she's been feeling better, that her recovery has been better. And even still, we've got a lot of work to do. It's a process. But this is the stuff that we deal with all the time because we have these gurus and influencers out there that want to present this, this myopic perspective about just eating less, about, you know, just hit your calorie deficit. We, we know, people have heard that forever. Uh, and, and like I said, most of the people who are actively trying to lose body fat, they've been down this road before. That's why they try all of the ridiculous diets out there that's why they try the you know the the crazy fast and that's why they try the you know the Optavias of the world and and weight watchers and keto and and all the stuff that they think is going to be the answer because they're like all right well if if i'm gonna hit a calorie deficit maybe i should just eliminate carbs completely and then eventually they feel like crap and they uh, you know they hit that breaking point and then they eat all of the carbs and they gain weight back. And then they hear again, calorie deficit, and they go through this cycle. I lived in that cycle. I know what that cycle is like. It's terrible. It's really frustrating because you always blame yourself. So going through, you know, a diet attempt and then gaining the weight back and then hearing somebody be like, Hey, this is all super simple. You just have to burn more than you consume. And you're like, shit, it seems it sounds simple, right it's just a, it's just a math problem it sounds so easy why can't i do it and that's how like we can't ignore that psychological com- component the emotional component of it where like you know food is also emotional there's a lot of other aspects to food there's more than just the you know calories in versus calories outside of things we have to focus on all of it your relationship with food the stress Part of it, The hormonal part of it, the emotional part of it, the psychological part of it, all of it plays a role. So it's a, it's a more nuanced discussion. But the overarching theme that, and point that I try to get across is that most people would be better served focusing on the flip side of the coin, which is how about we focus on empowerment? How about we focus on like actually getting stronger and building your metabolism and internal health and you know, biofeedback, improving your energy levels, your sleep, your mood, uh, your recovery, managing stress. Like, What if we focused on that stuff and we built this really strong foundation of success through quality habits over time where we're not always in this diet mindset? Like the dieter's mindset is such a slippery slope when you're like, all right, I'm on this plan and I have to stay on this plan and I have to be perfect. And that's, that's the other part of it is the, the mindset that it fosters, that it facilitates is one of all or nothing, perfectionist, right? There's no middle ground. You're, you're on this plan. And you have to stay on this plan. And we lose sight of the fact that we're doing this for the rest of our lives. Like If we're, somebody is focused on, on getting healthy, they want to be more fit, they want to you know, take care of themselves, that's a lifelong endeavor. So why are we focusing on this short-term plan we should be focusing on things that serve us for life. So what if we actually started to build that foundation and prioritized how we feel and listen to our body um, and stop, you know, getting caught in this dieters mindset of, of less of eating less of, you know, I have to always be in a calorie deficit. My opinion is that the deficit side of things should be very short and to the point. Like, let's just get in and get out, but you have to come in and this is why I always recommend starting with more of a priming phase because you have to come in with the right mindset and also with the right kind of physiological makeup. Like, we don't want to just that, you know, kind of referencing my client again or our client. I shouldn't say my client because I'm not her immediate coach, but our client um, who comes in with, you know, a lot of metabolic adaptation. Like, she is somebody who, Her true maintenance should be a lot higher than what it is, but just because she's running so much, her body is becoming more efficient with calories. She's adapting because she's been eating so little, same thing. So we've got some repairing to do, Um, but the, the whole point of that is starting with a priming phase, it allows us to come into it from a psychological standpoint, from a physiological standpoint, where when we do flip the switch and activate fat loss, that it's effective that it actually works, that you're not banging your head against the wall so that we can just get in and get out. But most of the time, most people should be striving for homeostatic balance. You should be looking at things outside of just being less. You should be looking at things that motivate you that you actually want to accomplish outside of just taking up less space, right? So Maybe for some people, that's performance, strength, muscle gain, um, even sort like even just you know relationship with food, like more flexibility and freedom, removing guilt and shame around food, uh, you know, removing your attachment to the scale. All of these different things that we can use as wins through the process. What about more energy? What about being more active with your kids? What about getting qual- more quality sleep? Um Again, like even starting habits that serve you and feeling proud of the fact that you actually stuck with it for a while and it's starting to become second nature, so being able to just move your body every day, whatever that looks like for you, going for walks, um drinking more water, you know, focusing on food quality, all of these different things that we can do that build a foundation, it's not so myopic now, all of a sudden, we're not looking at this thing as. On or off? We're looking at it as as we're building, right? Just like in any other aspect of your life, right? Think about parenting. I always use this as an example because I feel like it hits on that that emotional tugs on the emotional heartstrings. As a parent, you don't grade yourself as like I'm either on or off parenting, right? A lot of the times, you don't really know what the fuck you're doing. Let's be honest with. With parenting, a lot of it is just trial and error. See what works, and hope you don't screw up. But you don't. You're not like, ah, shit. I made this. I, I made this poor parenting decision. So why even bother? I might as well just stop parenting altogether, right? You don't look at it as like you're on or off track with parenting. It's something that you build over time, and you learn through some of those mistakes. You learn. By what you do, you learn by trying and seeing what worked, and then you retweak and you adapt and you continue to develop a, a skill set of parenting, just like anything else. Your career, you don't just jump in. You're not on or off at work. It's not like, you know, it's it's something where you make one mistake and you're like, oh, I'm so off track with work. Um, I'm just gonna stop working for a while, and then maybe I'll get back to it later. So, say, why is nutrition and fitness? The the only, if it seems like, maybe this is just my perception, but it seems like it's the one aspect of our lives that we view as something that we're on or off instead of like everything else we do, where we're just developing skills, we're learning, we're adjusting, we're trying to build a strong foundation for the future so that our future self thanks us for going through those processes, through going through those failures and learning from them and growing from them. Why don't we view it the same way? We have real life evidence to suggest that's the best way to do it, that that's the most effective way to do it. And yet we're so caught in this all or nothing mindset. We're so caught in this on or off track mindset. And that causes us to continually feel like we have to, quote unquote, start over. Once again, my belief is that that mindset is heightened by the message of Just eat less, just hit your calorie deficit. That's all that it comes down to. That's all you need to do to lose body fat. So, I don't think that it's helping. Bottom line, I needed to explain myself for anybody who is following me on Instagram who sees the comments. And I usually just, you know, I I write my little response back when somebody comments and they're like, why are you telling people not to be in a deficit? I'm like, first of all, I don't think that you actually read the point. Or read the post because there's a little bit more context that you're missing. But if that's your takeaway, cool. If more people read it that way, I'm still fine with that. If most people look at what I have to say and they're like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be dieting all the time. Maybe I shouldn't be in a deficit 24 7, 365 days a year. I'm cool with that. That's a great takeaway for me. So I still have no problems with that. But I figured since I've been seeing this more and more lately, I wanted to address it and just kind of have this conversation around the nuance that's involved because it's not black and white. I don't think that it's helpful. I think it does more harm than good. Like I said, even individuals, like a lot of times people will comment and be like, well, what about people who are really overweight? They're like significantly overweight and it's, you know, their health is at risk. It's like, cool. Do you know what that person has been told? A hundred thousand times, literally they've been told to eat less they've been told to move more i highly doubt that you holding up a sign on instagram that says eating a calorie deficit to lose weight is going to be the thing that's like oh shit that's what i've been missing i don't care that my doctor told me that 700 times i don't care that all of my friends and family told me that i don't care that you know whoever told me that it was you the influencer on instagram who and i'm i'm not i'm i'm actually not calling anybody out on this so if, you actually, if you've seen a post of somebody holding up a sign that says eating a calorie deficit, I promise you I'm not referencing anybody in particular. I'm just saying in general, I have a hard time thinking that that message is helping anyone. Now, I also send the message that we should have awareness around what we're eating. I have the message around food quality, around how things make us feel. I'm not an extremist by any stretch of the imagination. I like to understand context and nuance and individual differences. But for the most part, I would say for most people out there, hearing that message of a calorie deficit is not super helpful, just isn't because either they're on the the chronic dieting side of things where they hear it and they think they just have to eat less and less and less and they sign up for more fads. Or if they are somebody who does have a lot of weight to lose and maybe they aren't actively dieting, they've likely been told that a million times and hearing it again is probably not helping. It probably makes them feel pretty bad about themselves. So there's a better way to do it. I think that we can have an approach that's more empowering, that's more understanding, that's more compassionate, um, that's more about sustainability. And that's more about helping people feel better because again, it sucks. Like If you're going to try and live in a deficit for your entire life, uh, that's not a good place to be. You're going to, you're going to hit a wall very quickly and you're going to be frustrated and then you're going to keep going down that rabbit hole that I went down for 10 years and I don't want to see that happen to you so that's why we're having this discussion um hopefully this makes sense hopefully this provides some color as to why I say the things that I do about you know eating more priming your metabolism understanding the individual differences that you have understanding your personality, understanding how to incorporate these things into your life, understanding the social aspect of it, right? Your relationship with food, being able to go out for dinner with your family and have pizza or sushi and have a drink and enjoy yourself. If that's your thing, if that's what you like to do, let's do that, enjoy it. But we can also still make decisions that support our goals. It doesn't have to be this, you know, uh, one or the other. There's always a balance to be had. Yes, that looks different for every single person, but finding that for you, again, looking at it as something that you're building over time, it's not something that you're on or off. It's something that you're building over time. You're still learning and acquiring new skills and new information and making more informed decisions based off of past decisions, past experience, failures. All of that will shape the best approach for you. Hopefully that makes sense. All right. Well, that's all I've got for you guys on this episode. Hopefully this was helpful. If it was, please let me know about it. I always love to hear feedback. Um, You can always shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook, whatever's easier for you. It's just Mike Milner on Facebook. Instagram is at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. And I will talk to you guys very soon.